Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm right here, folks, man. I got this, yeah. Ankle Pickers, welcome back. Thursday afternoon recording sesh for us over here at Ink Pick Pod. No card this weekend in preparation for UFC 264 live in Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. We've got no title fights on this pay-per-view card, but we've got Conor McGregor, and that's enough to pull in the bacon. So let's kick things off right away. We got DK in my top left and Reese in the bottom middle. How are you guys doing? Real good. Excited for the trilogy. Going to trill it out this week and next. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm excited. I know where I stand. I always feel good coming into Connor cards because I feel like I'm the one guy who's fade the public. Also, quickly, for all those, get ready for this Wednesday because we're going to have our re- regular scheduled programming. But Dan, Ryan Hall, Ilya Tapuria, and uh, Duplices is on this card. I just I'm looking at the card on Tapology for like the first time. The prelims. There's a lot of Danny bread and butter on this bad boy. Oh yeah, I'm super excited for that Topuria Hall fight. Um. Also, quickly before we get into competition, Kobe, I want you to pick the tiebreaker fight right now if there is one. Because I'm sick of getting <laughs> getting screwed. I got it. It's my favorite fight on the card. On the home cooking. Okay. That's all I need to know. We'll get there if we need to. Well, I know. I'm just ready for it to be Ryan Hall, Ilya Tapuri, and then Danny. It's not either. Them. Then Danny drills it on the dot. All right. <laughs> it's not either. Then don't worry. Uh, but it's not going to be a tie anyway. We got five fights. Five fights on the main card. Let's just jump right into it. Another one. Of Danny, Danny, he acts like it. we haven't tied on a five fight card before. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're both going to hit a dinger. <laughs> Another one of Danny's bad boys is going to be on the first fight of the main card. We've got a bantamweight bout. This one just scrapped together in the last day or two. Sean O'Malley and Chris Moutinho. Reese with the 10-8 season-long lead going to kick things off for us. I definitely was a lot more comfortable at the Luis Smolka line just because I know Luis Smolka for a long time now, and I, I knew what his skill sets were, and I imagined it was O'Malley in the 300s would be my guess, maybe farther. Um, this now Montano, Montano, is that what we're going with? Moutinho. Yeah. He is making his UFC debut here. And so this is a big spot for a guy making his UFC debut on a pay-per-view card. I'm thinking, oh, they must expect a lot from him or, or what have you. I'm starting to. I'm starting to think they're just trying to get on the uh, Sean O'Malley to the moon type thing. They're going to build him up, give him an easy knockout. I'm going to go O'Malley minus 380. Yeah, I think this is a free point for me. Reese, you said it. Uh, Moutinho making his debut against a guy who I have a lot of respect for. Sean O'Malley, they're definitely trying to build him up here. There definitely is going to be a highlight reel finish here. I think it's in the 500, 600 oh re- rate. I, I really think it's unbettable. Uh, I'm going to go 550, but I think it's a stupid line. No, I – God, I did fuck that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. And, by the way, 
Danny's not super close either. Minus 900, Sean O'Malley. Oh, my God. See, see, really quick. It was a stupid line. It was. Not even close. I was triple off. But let, let, I need to say this here. Before we hit the record button, I was all mad that Marab didn't get this fight. What, what, is, what are they doing? I mean, you're doing a pay-per-view fight. I mean, they're basically saying, we're going to have a ton of eyes in this fight. Let's give Sean O'Malley, like, a uh, throw him into stardom with the nastiest knockout. But, like, come on. Like, I'm here to see fights. I'm not here to see a human punching bag. Come on. I will 900? point out, last time there was a uh, plus 800 or more dog on a Conor McGregor card was Roxy versus um, Macy Barber and the dog cash there. So this might – as big of a Sean O'Malley fan as I am, this might be worth a sprinkle. They're, they do tend to – lead lambs to slaughter or so they think on conor mcgregor cards that don't really work out and in that, in that situation macy barber was on pace to try and break john jones's record as the youngest champion of all time i don't know what's wrong with me 300 or 380 i was going so conservative 900 Sheesh. that's tragic next up women's bantamweight bout Yana Kunitskaya and Irene Aldana. DK, go for it. Women's bantamweight, my favorite. Um, speaking of women that are getting a, a, a push from the company and women who I think are actual title contenders, despite her most recent loss to Holly Holm, I think that uh, the UFC as a whole thinks a lot more of Irene, and I don't. I agree with them. I don't think a ton of Yana. I think Aldana is going to be a favorite here. I don't see it being super huge, uh, maybe like minus 160. I'll go minus 150. Um, but I definitely think she's going to get the push and, and that she's the better fighter here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm right with Danny, almost identically in line. Kunitskaya is a former title challenger, and I actually believe that was in her UFC debut. I think it was to open up the – featherweight division i'm not a thousand percent sure but i'm somewhat confident on that so she's been in a title fight before within this promotion but i'm i'm pretty confident that the ufc is is breeding eldana um another fighter that has a country on her back being mexican born i i i wouldn't be surprised if she is the favorite here even though I know people who hold a lot of respect for Kunitskaya, and she's also decently known from not only her title shot, but also being the significant other of none other than Tiago Santos. Um, so she's always in his corner and stuff. I, I, I'm like dead on with Danny. I'm going to go just closer to even because it's strictly because it's women's bantamweight and like we ride dogger pass all the time. So if Dan said 150, I'll go 140 for Aldana. I, I'd be surprised if Aldana wasn't the favorite. Aldana's the favorite, minus 120. Okay. Point Reese. It's come down just five cents from minus 125, and that was, what, two weeks ago now? I think that could be a bet at 120. I mean, I need to tape more, but 120 doesn't seem like enough. You know how I feel about playing women's favorites. Are we counting that as a favorite? Whatever. Got a minus in front of her, and it's not minus. Everyone, everyone pay attention to Danny's card. He's going to be riding the Kunitskaya train. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Heavyweight bout, third fight of the main card. 
Ty Tuivasa and Greg Hardy. Reese, break the 1-1 one, one tie. I don't know what to even make of this fight. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, Tuivasa was a guy that was a fan favorite in, like, his really early UFC days with his, his knockouts. I mean, he was a first-round finisher. I think one of them was even, like, a, a highlight or knockout of the year with, like, a flying knee or spinning elbow or something crazy. And then he went on a losing streak. And then they throw him a guy like uh, Harry Hunsucker in his last time out. And they're, like, trying to build him back up. And then they give him this hardy spot on a pay-per-view card. And so I don't know what to think of Tuivasa at this point. I, I, I mean, his losses aren't terrible, but they're not great. I mean, an aging JDS KO. Uh, Blagoy Ivanov uh, by decision, he, he edges out a lot of decisions, so it, it's tough. On the other side, you have such a raw Greg Hardy, who I like. don't know if he's ever going to be able to seriously be considered a threat in this division just due to the fact that he joined the sport so, so late. But I... I I think Tuivasa is going to – oh, I don't know who's the favorite. This is going to be so close. I, I imagine fans are going to be betting Hardy, Hart, uh, Greg Hardy, though. So, I'll give Greg Hardy the minus 120 edge. I'll go 120 even on Tuivasa's side. I mean, I just – I think of when people look at guys who are going to beat Hardy, I feel like it's guys with really good ground presence. Because that's something that you can't learn overnight. And you, not that you can learn stand-up overnight, but it's a lot easier to make up that ground when your guy is massive as Greg Hardy than it is a grappling advantage. And so for that, I feel like Tuivasa, although he's obviously the more skilled and technical fighter, his type of style plays into Greg Hardy a little more than, say, I don't know, uh, 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 Marcin Tibura, like his last time out. So I'll go 120 Hardy. Even money to Ivasa. Putting me in a really tough spot. Um, I kind of—I I mean, I agree with you wholeheartedly that I'm not sure who the favorite is here. I have to imagine—I mean, Greg Hardy being the best, better athlete of the two, six-six-five, eighty-inch reach versus like a six-two tie to Ivasa. But like you said, tie to Ivasa coming off those two knockouts is a big fan favorite. I mean, he had that whole shoey thing with the YouTube guys. Um, on Fight Island. I, I'm not sure if that was the Harry Hansucker fight or the one before that, but um, man, this is tough because you said it, Greg Hardy's raw, but he's a guy who makes a lot of improvements from fight to fight. Um, I guess for the purpose of this game, because I was right there with you, I'm going to just go the other side. I'm going to back Shuey. Um I, I, like you said it yourself, I, he's probably the more technical guy in the octagon with Hardy being so raw, but I'm worried that he's more technical in the exact spaces that are going to favor Hardy. Um, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know. I do think he's still more technical. So I'm going to go with him as the favorite. Let's back Shuey after a big week of Shuey's for uh, Texas baseball. Shout out John, but um, let's go tie to Ivasa. Minus 140, Tuivasa. 
Ah, shit. And actually, uh, it's bigger than I thought, though. When did it? Where did it open? Minus one sixty-five to Avasi. Wow. Okay, it's slowly coming down. Hmm. That's one that I imagine will get hit hard day of card when all the people on their random DraftKings start betting Hardy. That would could be my be a spot before then, though. Uh, I don't know. To bet Hardy, you're saying, or to bet two? Yeah. Maybe to bet Hardy. Yeah. You could I really thought this was a coin a, flip. You could get a spot where you bet Hardy, and then come day of fight, you find yourself that two Ivasas plus. You can guarantee yourself some money on that spread. There's potential, potential for that. I mean, we're coming off of, I know he didn't look unbelievable, but uh, the Alexander Volkov card, Hardy didn't get knocked out by a guy who's as technically sound as a striker as Volkov. Am I going to sit here and think Tui Boss is going to put him on his butt? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see, the reason why I brought up Tiberius is because he brings the ground elements that I think is much harder to defend against than like, being a massive beast and, and trying to strike with somebody. So that's why I feel like Tui Voss is that middle ground where it's like, does he have it or does he not have it? It's either going to be a master class where Tui Vasa pieces him up or it's going to be just like a street brawl. Yep. And I'm leaning towards the ladder. Me as well. Let's get to the meat of this main card fight that I know that we're all looking forward to here. Co-main Gilbert Burns and Steven Thompson. DK, go for it. Gilbert Burns, one of my favorite fighters in the UFC. Wonder Boy, one of the most respected, nicest people in the sport. Um, I know that Wonder Boy has a unique style, and uh, he looked unreal against Jeff Neal and Vicente Luque. I don't see him being a favorite here. I don't see any way, shape, or form he can be. Uh, I mean, Gilbert's the closest guy – to dropping the champ in history. Um, that, I mean, besides Kamaru, he hasn't lost a fight. And I don't even know how long. I mean, I'm looking at Wonder Boy's resume and that knockout Anthony Pettis didn't age well. The decision Darren Till also not great. Um, Gilbert Burns is a guy who, I, who would style on both of those names I just said. But Wonder Boy does have that weird style. So I don't think Gilbert's going to be the heavy favorite at all i think it's gonna be minus 150 gilbert burns durino um with wonder boy on the other side see that oh you got me all nervous dan because i targeted wonder boy as a potential spot on this card when it first got announced and the reason being is you touched on for a millisecond but that karate style it's such a weird style and you mentioned that Darren Till loss, which, in my opinion, was one of the worst judgings I've seen in a while. Um, you got the the Tyron Woodley majority decision, which also is up there with a, a scratch in your head. Like, I could see that going for, for Wonder Boy. And you're right about the Pettis. I mean, we, we can't beat over that. That Pettis is tough. I mean, I, first time ever getting knocked out. But then you follow that off with the Vicente Luque unanimous decision and the Jeff Neal unanimous decision. I mean, he's so good usually at getting these decisions with that style. He's a pointy fighter. He's a rangy fighter. Is this five rounds? Or just That's three? a great question. That's a great question. Kobe, do you know? No, off the top of my head. I imagine it's three. I don't know why it would be five. Yeah. I think it's three. So, probably. 
so it comes to the question of like, do I think Burns ultimately is going to stay standing with him or do you think it's going to hit the mat? There's a lot of questions to be asked, but I saw Wonder Boy as being a potential spot here. Who was the last person to attempt to take down on Stephen Wonderboy Thompson? That's a great question. Probably T. Woodley. In 2017? That's crazy. Last time someone has attempted a takedown on this motherfucker is 2017. Yeah, the best I can. I mean, they've been feeding him strikers. But, yeah, I mean, that that Jorge Masvidal fight is a great one, too. That was a master class in striking on, on Stephen Thompson's part. So I actually thought Stephen Thompson was going to be the favorite, but barely. <clears throat> but you scared me off that. So I'm just going to flip-flop it. I had Stephen Wonderboy Thompson at minus 120. I am now going to do Gilbert Burns minus 120. So hopefully if you're right, I can get close to maybe middling it. Um, but yeah, I thought Stephen Wonderboy Thompson could potentially be a favorite here. And if he's a dog, I it'll definitely see my card. If he does end up being a favorite, I'll have to look more into the filming. But I'll, I'll lock in 120 for Dorino. Reese is taking the point here. Thompson's favored minus 170. <laughs> wow. 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 I'm way off here. Me too. Check open. Check open. When I said Wonder Boys. No, so here. How about this? Like Burns opened minus 155. Whoa. Yeah, that was the beginning of April. Wow. That's a lot of movement. I don't think there's a situation where Dorino doesn't see my card. Yeah, at 170, that is crazy. That is crazy. Wow. I, I won't even lie about that. When I said Wonder Boy is a favorite, I meant 120, 130. 170 is crazy. That might be a pause in play. Yeah, that's up there. I wonder what they're seeing. For that line to move that much, someone's seeing something. I mean, that, that movement's no joke. That's a lot of movement. So Thompson opened plus 135, pretty immediately dropped to about minus 180. And it's come back to about minus 140 and then back up to minus 170. So you're, saying, 38. You from, you're saying it went from plus 135 to minus 180? Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money. Right on open. Yeah, that's a lot of money coming in. Like, we're talking huge money coming in. Wow. Well, we'll obviously tape that one, and nonetheless, we're still very excited. Yeah, that's that's all the more reason for the listeners to tune in on the regular schedule programming to get a breakdown on that one before the money gets in. I'll be taping that one extra heavy this week. All right. Sure. It's 2-2 this week, coming down to a very familiar matchup. We've got Connor Dustin, three. Reese, your turn to lead things off. And while you do so, I'm going to find where we were last time this fight happened and what you guys set the spread at there. So I actually won money last time out. I took Poirier. Danny and I on the podcast bickered a little bit. Danny was like, there's no way Poirier has the striking advantage. Whatever. We don't need to pull that up. Now I think that there's – I mean, here's the problem. The big problem is the fact that I think Poirier should be the favorite. I know Poirier should be the favorite, especially after the way the last fight went. 
However, is there any scenario in modern UFC where Connor is that big of a dog? I mean, even against Habib, for a long time, he wasn't even that big of a dog. So, so I'm trying to put it together as if it's even possible for Connor to be a dog here. And I, I think he, I mean, he has to be. He has to be. But at the same time, he was in the minus 200s for their last fight. And so how far down does it go? So I'm going to play it safe. And I'm going to take Conor McGregor minus 130. And at plus 110 or 115 or whatever the juice is, I am going to be on Poirier. Poirier, is, I, I imagine, is, is going to do something similar to the last time out. I, I, I don't totally see it another way. So I'll go Conor minus 130. I think time of fight is probably closer to 150 because no matter what happens to this man, the money will be on him. Yeah, I think you're right on top of it. There's no way Connor's a dog. There's no way he should be a dog. Uh, or there's no way he should be a favorite. Um, I actually, I mean, we can get into it on the real episode, but I sneaky think that Dustin's going to suck up all of his pride and make this a wrestling match and just make it a boring fight. No like, way. Well, he, Yo, he already that- proved he could knock him out. Like, I mean, like, what, like, what, what's the point of Dustin standing with him at this point? Like, he, he knows he can take him down at will, and he already proved he can knock him out. Like, anyone that's going to call for him being, like, boring fight, whatever, can suck his cock. But I think yeah, that you're... Yeah, I don't think he cares that much. But at the same time, like, it's, I almost feel like it's an ego thing now where it's, like, people want to beat Connor where Connor wants feels most yeah, I think it was an ego thing until Dustin was the first person to knock him out. He doesn't need to do that anymore. He already proved he can. Yeah. Hey, you're not wrong. Uh, but whatever. I, I. But I agree with you. There's no way that Connor's a dog. Right. Um, but it, but he should you be. You stole my number. I'm gonna go even. Just 150, 150, or not like 150. One ten, one ten. That was weird. Even. Um, yeah, I'm going hmm. straight even, because I agree with you that I cannot think of a situation where he's a fate, or I cannot think of a situation where. He's a dog, and I cannot think of a situation where Dustin's the dog and he's not being bet. So, so it's in a con- realize, constant, like. Before you reveal, Kobe, Danny, I give you 100 bucks at even. Where are you placing your cage? On Dustin, the guy who's won, who's guy who's beaten the other guy in the, in the past five years, and the guy who has more tools that he didn't use. Like, yeah. No, that's what I was saying the it's first stupid. time around. Yeah, but the first time around, I was first time on around, Connor's, I was wrong on Connor's wiener. <laughs> no, the, I I'm not a guy who sits here like sucking Connor's dick, but he had a different stance, a different style entering that Dustin fight, and you I know agree. what? I mean, I was wrong. Like Dustin showed up, Connor did not. Am I going to sit here and say that? Connor's going to just be a new guy after like less than a year of training camp with the same team Kavanaugh and a hundred million dollars in the bank. Still. It's hard. I, 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 I agree with you. I'm, I'm on Poirier at one fifteen, So I, I think I might've fucked myself by going so high on Connor. Wait, what did you say? You're on. Dustin, I'm, am I, I set my line for Connor minus 130. Right. 
Yeah, and I'm saying at Danny said he's on Poirier at minus one fifteen. I think I would also be betting Poirier at minus oh, one fifteen, which means I obviously would be betting it at plus one fifteen. So I think I fucked myself. The question is, how dumb is the public? Well, public is not dumb yet. Minus one twenty five. Dustin is your favorite. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wait. So so Conor, Conor McGregor that- is a dog. Connor has a plus. Connor's plus one hundred five right now. Wow. Can I take a picture next to it? Wow. <laughs> What's open, Kobe? McGregor minus 140 open back in January. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I literally was right there. Wow. Yikes. Cheers, Danny. That's a that's a that's a good hard-earned win there. Cheers. But this is this is just gonna put me in a in a fucking mental pretzel. Now come Saturday, I'm gonna end up betting Connor at a plus money for the first time in his career. How do I not? Because you said it yourself. Poirier can win this any way he wants. I know, but how do I not bet Connor? This is a dog. You're paying the Connor tax, but I, I respect you too much. All right. So we got a 10-9 matchup. Wow, dude. This season, this season of set the spread is gonna be the closest on record. I mean, I just cannot separate myself from this guy. And Dan's still looking for his first lead. Yeah. The uh what, it's two weeks from now. It's Three like weeks. one of those. It's like a one-point game in basketball. How many? Not lead changes, but how many ties have there been? I feel like it's like it's. I get a two, one or two point, then Danny ties it. One or two point, Danny ties it. If Danny takes the lead, talk about a mental pretzel. I'll be. I would be destroyed. All right. Well, that's what we've got for set and spread. Wishing all the ankle pickers out there a happy Fourth of July weekend. There's no card this weekend. Repeat. No card this weekend, and we're back with our regularly scheduled programming leading up to UFC 264 come this time next week. DK. Yeah, I think Danny gets the floor. Dorino Burns on the card. Sign us off. Dorino Burns on the card. Also in the main fight, or the main card, is my guy. Not my guy, but another guy with a, a name that lends to this. Dustin Poye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.